All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. Driver, and this is Bull Bear Radio. Hey, it's season four, episode three. We're going to be talking about big earnings beats, terrific tax cuts, terrible tariffs, and debt, debt, debt. And we've got the, the, the dividend corner, dividend doctors back in the house. How's it shaking, dividend doctor? It's going great, man. All right, doing? right. So we try and keep finance fun over here on Bull Bear Radio. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, earnings season. We're out, you know, out of the gates here real fast. 109 companies reporting in the S&P 500 so far. And, uh, hey, the market's up a little over 5% for the year now on, on price. Not much else is up. I mean, international markets are down. But uh, earnings season's looking good. Dividend Doctor, talk to me about what uh, earnings season looking is, is looking like so far here. Well, FactSet's got, uh, you know, companies reporting above expectations, you know, surprises for 87% of companies have positive earnings surprises with 77% reporting positive sales surprises. These are strong yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. and Bloomberg's got the same thing. 75% of beat on revenue and 90% on earnings. So very close between FactSet and Bloomberg. So uh, who, who are the winners here? Well, right now, the winners are uh, still the same. Same folks that have, have been winning, consumer discretionary, technology, um, healthcare, materials, industrials, all of those sectors are reporting, 100% of the companies that have reported so far have reported above expected earnings. Hmm. Above expected earnings. That's pretty good. So number one uh, performing sector this quarter so far, no surprise, energy yet again, earnings up 69.67%. Uh, uh, not too many companies reporting, four of 31, but still very strong so far. I'd expect this to continue. Uh, what do you think, Dividend Doctor? Yeah? Big beats by the financials, the big banks, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, Capital One, Morgan Stanley all came in with strong numbers last week. Yeah, financials uh, reporting year-over-year earnings growth of 22%, a little sluggish on the revenue growth of 5.88%, uh, probably about a third of companies reporting there. But back to energy, uh, 28% rise in in revenue so far. Uh, to talk to me, Don, maybe, uh, you know, I think, it looks like to the number two performing sector with maybe, I don't know, 20% of the uh, companies reporting so far, uh, information technology. It's looking pretty strong so far. Absolutely. I mean, Google just put up a monster number today. Uh, yeah. And, and, and the, the sector so far, 45% earnings growth year over year and, and revenue growth, 16.35%. That's, that's strong, man. Yeah. Big tech is really working. You know, uh, consumer discretionary, uh, the consumer keeps spending, it would seem. Right? Yep. You know, same store sales numbers uh, were up over the last couple of weeks. I think we're expecting a uh, sentiment numbers coming out. So we'll have to see, you know, what that looks like. Maybe we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, consumers still week, engaged. But- I think 75% of uh, consumer uh, discretionary companies are beating yep. uh, so far. So yep. that gives you an idea of the health of the consumer. If, 
you know, the consumer wasn't spending, uh, consumer discretionary wouldn't be doing so well. So, yeah, 13 to 75 companies reporting. You got uh, almost 31% earnings growth and 14%. It's 13, you know, 0.59%, almost 14% uh, revenue growth. So that's pretty darn yeah, good. Yeah, just to tell you about the uh, the quality of the profit uh, profit margins. For S&P 500 companies? S&P 500 companies, 11.6%. That's what it's projected right now so far this quarter, two, uh, second quarter 2018. Average uh, profit margin is 11.6%, and this is the highest profit wow. margin number uh, since FactSet started to uh, record that? this. Q3 of 2008, so in this entire recovery period that we have. Last 10 years. Yep, last 10 years. Um, big, big profit number uh, hmm. for the S&P 500. Okay, so... Uh, you know, it seems like with these huge earnings beats, banner earnings and everything, should the market be like rocking and rolling here? I would think so. I think, you know, the tariff situation. Uh, terrible tariffs. Yeah, man. terrible Terrible tariffs. tariffs. Um, have got, you know. Her, uh, Terrific tax we're, cuts. We're, we're caught up in this, uh, you know, bad news cycle with the tariffs. Everybody worried about what's going on um, in terms of trade wars. Uh, seems like the president needs needs to make some deals here before midterms, wouldn't you think? I, I mean, would think so, man. He's going to commit you know, political suicide. We may see something tomorrow. You know, um, um, you know Matt's birthday tomorrow. Uh, maybe we're going to get a big, uh, a big easing uh, of trade tension. Between because, the EU and the United yeah, States, right? He's meeting Yonkers with coming Yonker, over. Yeah, and, and, uh, Jean-Claude. Yeah. It's the other most popular Jean-Claude in Europe. And President Trump's going to uh, have an opportunity. They're talking about reducing tariffs on cars and and that be the pathway to reduce uh, you know tariffs on pretty much everything in uh, in the EU. And yeah, uh, Yonker, you know uh, Trump will uh, back off and he'll call it you know a nice win and we'll move on. And I think that if we get some of those dominoes falling, I think things happen really quickly. I would imagine. I, I cannot imagine that the president doesn't want the trade uh, situation to resolve itself relatively quickly here so they can get back from, um, you know, summer break and uh, everybody's home. You know, they're going to be electioneering uh, all fall. And so, you know, he needs some wind at his back. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Jean-Claude is... Uh you know, was saying that maybe we could get those, uh, you know, tariffs adjusted on on cars between the EU, Japan, and Canada. Is what I read. I mean, that's that would be blockbuster. That'd be a win. It would be a win, and and it would include, as I read it, other industrial equipment and such too. So, yeah, and I think there's some movement in Canada. You know, the NAFTA treaty, Canada and Mexico. I think that could uh, also uh, drop in here pretty soon. I think that uh, everybody's looking for a cessation. Stop cessation. Stop the tariff talk. That's terrible. Tariff talk is crushing. It's like the one of the best earnings and revenue growth periods I've seen in my career, mm -hmm. and it's just putting a damper on it, it holding is. prices back. You, you know what else is kind of a a Debbie Downer here? Debt, man. Debt, debt, debt. Lots of debt. Yeah, man. Debt you gotta, everywhere. Got to worry about debt with the Fed raising interest rates. You know, as a cost to service that debt, both from uh, consumers and companies and the government, all that, that, that cash flow cost starts to rise, that causes problems. That's when we get slowed down. Well, the growth. Fed funds rate is up 700% 
over the last three years. It went from 25 basis points or 2.5, percent excuse me, to, to 2% now. So 700% increase. That's a big jump, man. Last time we had a 500% increase was in 2006 and t- going in going in uh, 2007, early caused, 2008. Caused the housing crisis to... To, to transpire. And, and hey, you know, one thing I noticed, you're talking about debt, man. They are trying to loosen up all of the mortgage restrictions again. People are going to be able to buy a house whether they can afford it or not again. Last time we were in this situation, we had a housing crisis. You know, we had all of that paper go bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. All that mortgage debt. Yep. Lots of debt, man. Lots of debt. I mean, the consumer uh, and, and households, their debt over the last uh, decade has risen 6.3%. If you can believe that, 6.3%. I mean, it's it doesn't sound like that big an increase, but it's a big number now. You went from uh, a, a much smaller number to over $15 trillion on consumer debt. It's $15.2 trillion. Uh, credit card debt has, has grown by 46% in the last 10 years. This is since 6-30-2008, man. And, and companies, huge debt problem. I mean, their debt has grown by... 37.97% over the last 10 years. $9 trillion. You know, we're going to get more good news this week. 174 of the uh, S&P 500 companies report this week. That's a big number. That man. could be more good news for earnings. I think that's good news, That's man. good news. Just focus on the sunshine. That's good news. You know, you were just talking about, uh, you know, housing. Well, existing home sales were down 2.18% year over year. Kind of disappointing. The cost of borrowing, You were ta- we were talking about the Fed funds rate. The 30-year fixed mortgage over the last three years is up 5.52%, but housing prices are up 17% over the last three years. Hey, you know, uh, housing- Median uh, housing. Price. You know, we had this huge recovery in, um, you know, the housing market that has driven the economic expansion since 2009 recovery started. And, you know, one of the early warning signs of uh, things changing is that the housing market starts to cool and, you know, you got these new home sales uh, going down. One of the other things that I watch, I've, I've grown up- Well, this up, is existing home sales. Existing home sales, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um in, in the New York metro area, I've, I've grown up my whole life in this uh, area. And, you know, one of the other early warning signs is when real estate in New York City, the prices start to get soft. Mm-hmm. They had been on a tear. They're really backing off. All this high-end, expensive real estate in New York is starting to weaken in terms of price. That's usually a sign things are starting to get a little wonky. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it seems like housing prices are getting soft in a, a couple of different pricey marketplaces. That's for sure. But uh, like I said, median housing prices nationally up. You'd have to take a look at the segments. Uh, but uh, was uh, three years ago two two hundred thirty six thousand was the median home price. Now two seventy seven. So I mean, the cost of borrow's gone up, and housing prices have shot up uh, substantially more. So. It's tough if you're if you're in uh, you know in the market to buy a house here. So, and wages have only grown you know at a two or three percent clip. Yeah, things so are not making that much more money. Things are tightening up. I think you know we got a tug of war between you know good news 
and bad news. We've got, you know, um, really uh, from a political standpoint or economic standpoint uh, that pushes uh, politics that is pushing economics in terms of trade war. Been the dominant news story, you know, uh, all of the noise around uh, President Trump and uh, everything else that has to do with Russia and everything else. All those things are negative, um, weighing on the market a bit. Uh, I think that hopefully uh, we get... (laughs) Uh, a stoppage in terms of some of this uh, bad news flow. I wouldn't count Especially on it the, going into midterms. Terrible tariffs, but uh, you, know. you know, if we get rid of the tariffs, maybe maybe the t- terrific tax cuts take over. So, you know, a little. Uh, we, it's about time for a break. I mean, we can take a break here, and then I want to talk growth versus value, and then uh, Don Stivenen Corner is going to be uh, right back right here uh, in just a moment. Interested in practice management and market commentary. For our up-to-the-minute take on markets and the economy, follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at WBI Investments. Are you interested in practice management and other insights on how to navigate today's market conditions? We also post regular market commentary on our website, WBIinvestments.com. Uh, and we're back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, dividend doctor, can you give me some, you know, dividends, please? I mean, we've got some stocks, but first, let's talk a little bit about growth versus value. Everybody's been talking about it lately. Now, I'm going to go back 20 years here. You think growth outperforms value dividend? No doctor? way. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I'm sure. Ooh. All right. I've looked value on price, okay? Cumulative. 724-1998 to 724-2018. So this is the day before my birthday, before I get a lot older. And and I don't have any hair to lose, so that's a big benefit. But anyway, 130% on price, growth up 168%. This is Russell 1000 growth. It's without dividends, dude. <laughs> I know, and and hey, does somebody got the dividend counter on? That was that was one dude during the episode. Oh, I said dude. That's three. Oh, we're getting out of control here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Russell one thousand growth total return with the dividend two hundred forty five percent. Okay, and Russell one thousand value two hundred seventy five percent. So value outperform growth. With the dividend. Absolutely. Dividends rule, man. And that's with the fantastic rule run that we have had in technology, non-dividend paying growth stocks like Amazon and Google yeah. and Netflix. Yeah. Those are just over the last five, 10 years, they have distorted the balance between value and growth. So check and this still out. still value wins. So check this out. Okay. You've got. 20 years there, okay? You've got an extra two years there that are we pretty phenomenal, We also had the tech right? bubble yeah, in 98 and 99. That's what I'm talking about. Holy moly. That's what I'm talking about. You had two years there that were fantastic. Then you had a bear market. Then you had a good market. Another bear market, 2008 and early 2009, followed by a really great market. So you have more upside than you do downside here. Many, many more up years than down years. With the dividend, value still outperforms growth. Now, you take that out... Uh, those two years out, right? And you just do the two symmetrical, two bear markets, two bull markets. From 2000 on, right? 2000 on, right? Russell 1000 growth price up 72%. Russell 1000 value up 121%. Check that out. Yeah, that's because growth, So it went, it went up more in the bull 
But then it went down more in the bear. Right. So it got a little it takes head way start. more risk. Right. Way more price risk. Goes down a lot more. Now check out this disparity. Russell 1000 growth up 119% since 724-2000. And guess what? Russell 1000 value up 240 45%. Almost a double. Which would you rather own, growth or value? I mean, we're, we're talking about uh, the FANG stocks provided 49% of the return this year through last week, through 716, and the top 10 stocks, 74% of the return. If you did three stocks, a combo of three stocks, like Amazon and- Well, the good answer is I want to- and Microsoft or something like that, you can, it's up 71% on three stocks. Man, I want to own a little bit of both. Mix and match. I want to own a little bit you of both. You should, right? Right? Because some, sometimes the growth outperforms the value, and long-term value outperforms growth. You should have both things working Man, that's to your why, advantage, That's right? why you have a portfolio that's diversified in terms of strategic approach. Okay. So, you got to have some value. You got to have some growth. Okay. So let's let's talk about dividends, please. Can can you humor me, dividend doctor? Sure. So I bet you I can find a couple of companies that will please you. P, has anybody noticed there's p-p-p-please? Uh, or please you, we're going to give you four stocks that all start with a P today. Holy moly. Paychecks, Phillips 66. Paychecks, technology. Pfizer and Penske. Energy. Healthcare. Okay. Yeah. And consumer discretionary. Okay. So let's talk paychecks first, Don. Paychecks is a comprehensive payroll and integrated human resources company. They're providing, you know, employee benefits, outsourcing to medium-sized businesses all over the United States of America. What They're basically think? a technology platform. Yep. 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 Um, you know, 52-week highs, 73 bucks and 10 cents. 52-week lows, 54.20. Uh, so, um, you know, over the last year, 12 month total return up 29%. Yeah, but you're not telling me the important thing, Matt. What kind of dividend does this thing sport? Well, the dividend's a 3.15% 3.15, baby. Grown 9.48% I'll take a over the last few years. You I like that. You like that? You yeah. like that? I, I like that too. 9% dividend growth rate, 3% current yield. It's up only 3% this year. It hasn't moved yet. Its PE is 28. It's a little pricey relative to the S&P 500, but uh, for it Compared to tech stocks, man, it's not it's not expensive. It's it's not. It, it would not be expensive relative to the the Amazon, the Facebooks, and the Googles, you know? So, That's for sure. Uh, looks like a good company here, uh, Dividend Doctor. I mean, uh, you know, total total revenue uh, is climbing. Uh, Earnings up? Revenue up? Earnings up. Earnings per shares up. Meets our criteria. Yep. It's, it's looking pretty good. Good stock. So Philip 66, energy company. We were just saying the sector's out. We happen to own the companies good. in our portfolios that we're talking about. Yep. Um, and that means that, you know, uh, Matt and I also own them because we own the stuff that's in our portfolios. Yep. Uh, Philip 66. So it's a, you know, oil refining, marketing, transportation, you know, business. Everybody knows Philip 66, Route 66. Gotta love you some of that energy, man. That's a hot sector. Based out of Houston, Texas. That's the Texas. best performing sector so far over the last couple of years. Price on oil's up. This has got to help this company, right, Yeah, yeah. well, tra trailing 12-month total return up 38%. Whoa, 38. But look, the PE's a nice discount. I like this one. I like this one. Uh, PE trailing's 22, and the, the forward's 15. So this is a, a little bit about them, uh, a little bit uh, less than the market. Um, 
the uh, indicated gross yield here, 2.88%. Almost a three. We like that. You know, so that's that's pretty good. It, they've been growing the dividend too. Five year growth rates nineteen point nine seven percent. Oh, that's strong. Uh, earnings looking pretty killer. You know, uh, twenty three billion on the most recent number. Uh, year prior was nineteen point eight billion. I mean, that's a big growth rate, man. That's di- why energy sector's doing so well. Dividend doctor, man, you you know how to pick the pick the companies we're with punch, a P here. We're punching above the weight right now. Yeah. Punching above our weight. Punching hard here. So we got? Pfizer, Pfizer, baby. Pfizer, man. So talk to me about Pfizer for a second. Pharmaceutical company. Great healthcare company, man. Pharmaceutical is very diversified worldwide. It's diversified. It's got, you know, medicine, vaccines, medical devices, consumer healthcare products for oncology, inflammation, cardiovascular. I mean, these guys are are, are giant. Um, and, and the dividend yields giant. Three point six one percent, and it's been growing five years, up seven point four nine percent. Three point six one. Now we're getting someplace. I'm liking that. Three, four, five percent dividends. Give me some of that. It's it's good stuff. And the PE seventeen on a trailing twelve months. So all these PEs are low, lower PE than the market. I mean, yeah. All all you want to buy low, sell high, get paid to wait. That's that's kind of one of the rules here. We're giving you a couple you of think, picks Matt? here to buy people, low potentially. You think people are going to stop getting sick and needing medicine and healthcare? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think I so don't either. Think so and it's I under, think the it's, demographics are in our favor on this stock. It's under its fifty-two week high, which is thirty-nine dollars and forty-three cents. It's currently at uh, thirty-seven sixty-seven. So it would seem like we've got uh, it's a value and 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 it's a little bit below its high. So. Pretty decent. Let's let's and it's do up it. only seventeen percent over the last year. It's uh, only up marginally this year, about four uh, percent. Give me that last one, I, Penske Motors. Penske baby, yeah, I like it because they're they, they they're involved in everything that have to do with cars that go fast. Well, they do. They they own you know uh, Land Rover, Jaguar, uh, BMW dealers, Mercedes Benz, Porsche. Man, I mean tariffs. But, tariffs could be the one thing that really puts a damper on this stock. Wouldn't you yeah, agree? I think stocks down a little bit recently, you know, and I think that the uh, uh, the the stock could get come under a little pressure. It's up until only this about one percent this year. Yep. And guess what? If um, uh, Mr. Yunker and Mr. Trump get a little deal going. This this could Pens- this could fly a Pensky little bit. could fly. Now, what kind of dividend we got on that? Uh, two point nine seven percent. But another more, three hand. Yeah, but more impressive. The PE's ten point five seven on a ten, 10 spot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, Porsche last year had record sales in the United States. So if they can get some of the cars back over here, get this tariff well, situation. Well, you know, that's, inter- that's an interesting comment. You know, the, the company's doing well, for, and we're going to talk about our earnings and oh, revenue in man. a second. Man. Revenue, $5.7 billion uh, this year versus $5 billion last year. And I mean, this thing is just, it, it's been growing. It looks one good. Of the, one of their big, uh, uh, you know, dealerships is uh, is a Porsche dealer. You know, high high profit margin typically, and you know they had a little problem because they're owned by Volkswagen, and Volkswagen got all caught up in the the EU emissions the, situation, the, the, the yep. EU emissions situation, and basically they cut production dramatically to the United, to the States. United States because the United States was trying to whack the company uh, uh, Volkswagen because of the EU. 
uh, uh, an emissions problem. Yeah, but problems. the EU has uh, emission standards that are changing this year, mid-year. And uh, they wanted to flood European markets with cars before they turn back on the spigot here. Now we've got the tariff situation uh, potentially putting a damper on that plan. So, so anyway, if they get that deal here, here's done, a, though, it could be huge. It's, here's a company that's been doing well, and it's had some tough uh, issues to face, uh, Penske, in terms of their uh, product mix. And that could be reconciled in a very favorable manner. By Jean-Claude and, and uh, uh, the president. Sure, going into the year end and, and new year. And man, uh, that had changed things. Yeah. And they own uh, dealers in the United States, Puerto Rico, and the United Kingdom. So even though the EU standards, Brexit hasn't happened yet, changed, uh, Porsche has been very strong in these other brands, obviously, in the UK, Land Rover, Jaguar, et cetera. So, uh, you know, it's got a diversified revenue that's, stream, too. That's probably enough about cars. And maybe not everybody's as much a car nut as we are, man. No, but it was a, it, it, we're explaining why this company versus kind of a no-brainer on healthcare. I mean, people obviously are getting older and, and need Pfizer. So paychecks, got, companies are growing, so paychecks has a good situation going for itself. And, you know, uh, uh, Philip 66, man, I mean, people got to drive that car and put some gas in it, right? Yeah, man. So we got the quad P st uh, stock setup here. Yeah. Four, four P's. Uh, it's a four pack of P's. Oh, there you go. Four pack of P's. All right, so that's uh, Bull Bear Radio. I'm the president over here. WBI president's my Twitter handle, WBI CEO's Don. And, uh, you know, you can check us out on LinkedIn. We're on SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, the iTunes. Check us out. Maybe, uh, you know, continue to uh, give us some uh, positive feedback or, or negative feedback on, on iTunes and these other uh, places. And, and Give we'll, us some love. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, let's, let's have more people listen to Bull Bear Radio and have some fun learning about, uh, you know, uh, companies that end with, uh, start with a P. I wonder if we could find four companies that end with a P. Possibly. Possibly. All right. And that's it. See you next week. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants are clients of WBI, main owned stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all the time, and there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations services and fees are in the Form ADV available upon request.